I'm Tyler. I'm Shorty. I'm Miles. I'm Kara. And we, and we are, are the Inner Idiot. contains graphic language, violence, and other things that you probably should not let your children listen to. Please enjoy. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Put your ugly kids to bed. Set the deuce loose and do so fearlessly, because nobody likes to poop when they're scared. Do you like to poop when you're scared, Miles? No. Do you ever get p- scared when you poo? No. Kara, do you ever get scared when you poo? No. Good, good. I'd ask Shorty, but his back's turning to us right now, and that's okay! We're... Cool. Like Michael J. Fox, we're here to shake shit up today, people. I am your host, the big, the bald, the beautiful, the brash, the bumbling, and the oftentimes bastardly MC, Tyler Havlin. That Two works. claps and a Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! God, that was... it's. It was me out here, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, it was you that threw it off last time because oh, you man. weren't here. See, we, we've talked about you know, your feud with uh, Austin St. John or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep up this Michael J. Fox shit and his little shaky ass is going to show up ready to fight. As long as he don't get some shake weights first, because I don't want to buff Michael J. Fox after me. That would suck. God, I could only hope. Hey, that's all right. You know, if he ever comes after me, be like, I challenge you to a duel of Jenga. I'll win. Can't lose. Yeah, but he's not going to accept the challenge. Well, what, well then we play Operation. <laughs> all right, don't forget to follow us on our socials at Enredit. You know, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help us get where we need to be. Uh, you can like our f- page on Facebook. Those of you on Facebook watching now will tell you it's a blast. Yeah, it is a blast. You get to see us live once a week at the very least. So, with that being said, let me introduce my lovely co-host. He is the Lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books. He's been petting Kitty and grabbing Titty since December 12th. 2020 dumb lord shorty fresh in the flesh two claps and a rick flair <laughs> Woo! so much better with you here i am seriously i'm i'm so glad to be back the last episode was kind of difficult like like obviously we didn't get to like record it for the you know uh spotify and all that shit but like halfway through recording my buddy's oldest son woke up and i was like i seen him come in the room and i was like fuck because, like, my little station was in the playroom, because that was the area that we had to work in. Like, me and Denny both set up our fucking computers in there so we could play games and shit while we weren't doing anything else. And here comes fucking his son just walking in. I was like, I was like, shh, I'm on a call. And he was like, okay. And, like, he'd go over, and then, like, he'd sit on the couch, and he'd see the screen. I could see him in the reflect, you know, my camera. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this little kid's going to come over here. And he'd come walking over. What do? I said, go away. What do? 
As long as he didn't see me and hear me, we're okay. No, no, no. I had the headphones on. You guys could say whatever you want. I had to watch my mouth. Sounds like you needed the bandit guide uh, to no cursing. Yeah, in the ship. Well, next up, you hear his voice. He's a Jedi in the streets and a Sith in the sheets. If you got a pap, he'll schmear it. Two claps and a Ric Flair for Dr. Miles Shaw. Woo! God, those are just so on point today. It's giving me an erection. Well, I wasn't going to say crisp until you said that. <laughs> now we just need Kara wooing and we'll be solid. Kara's never going to woo. I've, I've, she will woo one day. I'll give you a dollar if you woo right now. I have a dollar in my purse. Well, you can have two dollars in your purse if you give me a woo. Shit, I'll throw him a dollar. You'll That's three now. Three dollars for one woo. Well, I mean, it's two dollars for one woo because you currently uh, uh, already have one of them. <laughs> Shorty, do you got a dollar? Can we just... You get a dollar from everybody if you will. I'll give you a good hug. You get two dollars <laughs> and a good hug for a woo right now. I already got my good hug. Oh, golly. Well, you hear her. She won't woo. She's the queen of mean, obviously. <laughs> Don't give her directions because she's going to get lost. Two claps and a Ric Flair for Kara Banks. <laughs> woo! She still didn't woo. Did you even clap that time? Yes. Oh, I didn't see <laughs> I, was, I was looking away. <laughs> it was in sync, so you wouldn't know. All right, well, today's top five is brought to you by DW Vapors on Mall Road. Go in there, see Chad, see Jay for all your vape needs. They will get you right. Again, that is DW Vapors on Mall Road. They're bringing you today's top five. People. In Florence, Kentucky. Yeah, Florence, Kentucky. That's right. Thanks for the... I think the address is 7710. I will have to double check on that, but... Thank yeah. you, Jordan, for clapping. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. My guy. All right, Jordan Christen in the uh, Facebook live chat. He is known from Dads on Dayquil. Dude is golden. He uh, he runs the, the live show with me every Monday or Tuesday, whatever day we're doing it on now. But huge <laughs> shout out to him. He's awesome. All right, so today's top five was actually a product of Twitter. Okay, I, I reached out to Twitter. I said, hey, give us some top five ideas. So today's list comes from Tim McCarthy from 2010 minutes and the top five is top five minor inconveniences and before i go around and get your all's minor inconveniences i'm gonna give his and they're good ones all right so tim's number five is stepping on a wet spot after putting on socks this is horrible it's absolutely fucking horrible no i can agree 100 percent. right especially if you don't know what the wet spot is and he has dogs so chances Ooh. are he might have stepped in pp all right, number four is laying down to watch TV, but the batteries in the remote are dead, and you haven't bought batteries in a month. No, that's awful. Yeah, there's a fix to this. Data single mom. She always has batteries. Either for kids' toys or vibrators. Either way, she always got batteries. I thought she was, like, giving me the, oh, my God, he said that, but I was like, ah, that's minor. <laughs> I don't even think it has to be a single mom. Like, you know, chances are the mom has a vibrator regardless. Yeah, yeah. Or a woman. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't even need to be a single mother. Just a woman of an appropriate age probably has a dildo. Yeah, but if they got kids, that ups the chances of them having batteries. No, you're absolutely right. So that's the fix. All right, his number three is being stuck at a red light when somebody hits the walk signal. And this is especially bad when they walk before it even turns. So they hit the fucking button for no goddamn reason. (sighs) Yeah, that's annoying. 
I don't think I've ever had that happen for me to be annoyed, like, considered annoying, so I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure he lives in the Boston area, so it's a little more common up there. Sure. Uh, number two is commercials that you can't skip when you've already recorded the show. So, probably like DVR. I don't know how you mess with DVR in a while. Um, number one is websites that force you to change your password every so often. Oh my god, dude. Fuck. Yeah, those are I agree. Bad. Because then you got to come up with a new password and never let you change it to what you already had. Well, no, see, the biggest problem is, and I bet Miles suffers from this, too. It's always, like, a variation of the same goddamn password. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you don't remember which of the 50 fucking variations you use. And then you have so many fucking incorrect logins that you got to create a new password. And then you type one in, and it's like, sorry, you've already used this password. God damn it! Yeah, so that shit gets old real quick. <laughs> All right, so Kara, I know you said you didn't have five today, but we expect nothing less. So what is your two? Is that what you got, two? I have four. Oh, oh my, my God! God! Setting records! I have um, road construction. I hate sitting in traffic for road construction, especially because I've never owned a car with air conditioning. <laughs> Why'd you laugh at that? No, it's funny. <laughs> Considering where we live, the fucking highway's been under construction since 1803. Yeah. No shit. Golly. And then my dog chewing up the last roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> the last roll? This has happened three times. What'd you use? Huh? What'd you use? What do I use? Yeah, if the last roll, if you choose up the last roll, oh. what do you, you, you put your butt on the ground and scoot across the floor? <laughs> no. I get in the kitchen and I get some paper towels. She doesn't have shit on her ass. <laughs> she just stands up and But what if best. you don't look before you sit down to go potty? All right? I don't know why I just called it potty. But you, you sit down to set Is the Is that potty loose. training? <laughs> yeah. You sit down to set the deuce <laughs> loose and you don't realize yet that your dog has chewed up the toilet paper. What do you do at that point? Well, there's a reason that all my windows are blocked. Okay. I just, like, waddle to the kitchen. Waddle. With my pants down. <laughs> Cheeks clench, hoping no poop falls out. At that point, I'm just like, I'm getting a shower. Yeah, just I don't shower. poop at home. I poop at work. Because if I'm going to poop, I may as well get paid to do it. Yeah, good I mean, I'm here for that logic. <laughs> I'm totally here for that logic. I poop more at work than I do my own home. Sometimes <laughs> I just can't hold it. Well, I had this discussion with them uh, last week. I don't have, like, a regular poop schedule. Like, I'll poop three times in one day and then not poop for, like, three or four days. It's weird. People shouldn't do that. I feel like that would put you in a bad mood. It would put me in a bad mood if I didn't poop. (laughs) I poop before bed. I poop, like, 20 minutes after I get get to work. And then I poop usually before I leave work. (laughs) But I'm also there for 16 hours a day, so... And then this one's mainly for work. Like, every time that I get sick, I lose my voice. That sounds like more than a minor inconvenience. <laughs> it's really hard to communicate with people when you can't talk. Yeah. And my, my whole job is communicating. Right. That's a fucking struggle, huh? Just going with a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> Do the Vanna White action. There was one time that this old couple was not understanding what I was asking them at all. So I had to like pull out my phone and type it up and show it to them. I was just thinking like one of those like old uh, like little notepads you had around your neck and you just write shit down, rip it out, and just hand it to them. Just <laughs> one of the old like 1990s evil demonic speaking spells. Oh my god. <laughs> 
And then um, when I'm already running late and the coffee line is wrapped around the building. <laughs> Duncan gets, goes quick, though. I just like the idea. I it am- depends. The one on Dixie right down the street from here, they have been taking their sweet-ass time lately, and they keep making my coffee wrong. Fuck them. There's a Duncan down here on Dixie? Yeah. Yeah. Right, uh, right by That's Skyline and Kroger. I'm not even a fan of Duncan. I just like, like the idea, the like, oh my god, I'm running late. Time for coffee. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Coffee. No, it's more of just like I'm not gonna be able to function four hours into this, so I need something. This is why I buy Monster on my way home. <laughs> All right, Miles, you're up. All right. Good list, Kara. <laughs> uh, so in no particular order, uh. Gas that goes over by like one cent when you're pumping it. It's not detrimental, but I just like point oh one. I'm like, eh. at this point, do you have to like go to fifty cents or the next dollar up? No, I just deal with it. It's just minor and annoying. <laughs> then we have uh, anytime I go to get my car and I forget my keys, so I'm just sitting in my car like a dumbass. <laughs> It happens a lot more often than I would like to admit. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have, uh, like, what are you doing or what's up text. And I answer, and then I don't hear back from that person. Did your answer not suffice? Yeah, like, (laughs) you message me what's going on. I tell you what's going on. I assume something is happening and you need someone to talk to or you're just wondering. Like, I need to hear back. Right. No, I feel that. Otherwise, I start to get all worried and shit. Mm-hmm. And I start calling everybody. Is this motherfucker still alive? <laughs> Once a day, he is now going to receive a text from me that says, What's going on, bud? I will cut you. <laughs> uh, this is a <laughs> a newfound minor inconvenience. So I was this one's good. getting ready to go with Ty to go see uh, go to Burkus. As I'm getting ready, I was, you know decided, like, eh, it's kind of chilly. I might wear a flannel or whatever. Toss one on my bed. <clears throat> my daughter comes into my room and she stands up on my bed and she looks at my shirt and goes, you sure you want to wear this? And then like pretends to fart on my shirt. And I'm like, what? Why are you doing this? <laughs> but now it has spread to everything. No matter what I'm trying to do. If I go to sit on the couch, one of them will run over and pretend to fart and say, you sure you want to sit there? <laughs> You sure you want to wear that shirt? Now, did she actually fart on the flannel? Only once. Okay. <laughs> I, I did not wear that flannel. You <laughs> did not. You know, but like, I never thought in my life I'd have to worry about my kids pretending to dust all of my pretending stuff. Pretending or actually. Exactly. Like I said, it's spread to everything. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Oh, you're going outside to this door? You sure you want to use this door? <sighs> no, and then as soon as I turn around to get to another door, you sure about that? <clears throat> Do you guys ever sit in a restaurant and, ever, and wonder how many times you've been crop dusted by servers? I sit in a restaurant and wonder how many times I'm going to crop dust the server. <laughs> Ty just sitting there, he's like, fucking hold on to the table, eyes waiting for the server to come back. Yeah, gotcha. Now. Nope, that's never been a thought, but now it's going to be. <laughs> how many times have you crop dusted me, Kara? Depends on how much I... Or not you. I've never done you. Aww. But if I really don't like someone, it's going to slip out. <laughs> yes. Have you ever had one go like way too loud, like louder than you were expecting? 
No. Oh, man, that should be funnier than fuck. Just sneaking by like, ah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just expecting a little... And all of a sudden, it's... <laughs> like, oh, God! Accidentally shit yourself on. <laughs> and then my last one is sleep. We have talked about this. Oh, bro. I don't get enough sleep to make it worthwhile... But if I don't get even that minor amount, I can't function. Mm-hmm. It's inconvenient all the way around. I feel that. I didn't put it on my list because I felt like you were going to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I 100% agree. All right, Shorty, you're up. Okay. Uh, number one on the list is only finding one clean sock. How do you <laughs> only find one clean sock? Are you looking for a match? I'm trying to get a pair of socks to, like put on my fucking feet and then I'm sifted through my fucking laundry because I don't fucking fold laundry. I'm a fucking human of chaos, alright? Yeah, fucking going through all my laundry and I discover I only have the one clean sock because the fucking dryer ate the other one. Don't you know how like that's how it works? You lose a sock, you get a random Tupperware container? <laughs> well, I'm short on Tupperware and socks, so... <laughs> how many pairs of socks you got? Sounds like you need some new socks. Buddy. No, I got tons of socks, bro. I just bought a new pack like a week ago. How many times do you wear a pair of socks? I, do, I wear two I wear two pair a day, though, like, because okay. of work and shit, and my feet sweat real bad. So, like, I take an extra pair with me to work. It sounds like a lot of extra planning. Like, I got to plan a whole new pair of socks? Yeah. All right. Tyler only plans a whole new pair of underwear. <laughs> sometimes not even that. If y'all are lucky... My, my underwear do not look like spaghetti strainers yet, though. I'm, I bought, like, a bunch of new underwear when we started this show a year and a half ago. I'm still good. Great. Number number two is having a hair tie break on me. And, what? like, I bet Kara can, you know, fucking feel this. Go to put my hair up, or fucking go to put your hair up, and as you're fucking putting it back, it just fucking snaps on you. Mm-hmm. And you just happen to be, like, out and about, you're not at home, so you ain't got another one. Fuck. Luckily, I work with a bunch of women. So, like, a couple weeks ago, I had to borrow a scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking everybody and their brother was like, oh, you look like you're an idiot. I was like, oh, my hair's out of my face. Fuck you. I'm not sweating all over myself. Um, let's see. Oh, God. Number three is somebody sitting too long in front of a green light. Yeah, but That's, what's too long? If I can count to five. Wow, that's really generous, because if you sit and think about it, five might the yellow might be up by then. Yeah. I have missed fucking green lights, because some bitch was sitting there fucking just like, oh, wow, look, what a pretty flower. <laughs> I think Go, I, bitch! I don't think most people have enough patience with it, but then again, like it's one of those things, Like I feel like one and a half to two seconds, because when you actually count and look at a timer, that's a long time Sure. to sit at a green light. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're honking the minute it turns green because their brake lights are still on and they haven't fucking released the brake yet, like, that's too soon. Like, that shit just turned green. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Sorry. Uh, what was that? Number three. So, four is your total being, like, 301 at any given store, and they actually give you 99 cent back. That has happened to me several times. Like, just, like, su- sacrifice the penny, my guy. Give me the fucking dollar. Like, nope, here's 99 cents. Fucking dick bag. <laughs> like, I ain't got a fucking penny, bro. Like, come on, man. Dude, that shit pisses me off so fucking bad. 
That doesn't bother me because I have to bring my own change to work. So, like, someone gives me 99 cents, I'm like, cool, I don't have to go to the bank tomorrow. I mean, sure, yeah, like, in your fine, cool beans, but I don't need cash for hardly anything. And I'm only, every time I'm giving cash, like, somebody wants to pay me back or whatever, fine, cool, I'm here for it. So then I use that cash, and then, fucking, this actually happened yesterday. Went to go fucking buy a monster, uh, more monster on my way to work, and fucking... My total, I bought that and something else, like a snack, and it came up to fucking like 801. And the lady gave me 99 cent back, and I just sat there and looked at it. <laughs> and she's like, Is everything all right? <sighs> yeah. Slide it in my pocket. Have a good day. Walk out, fucking all pissed off and shit. Man, I had a number five, but I can't think of it anymore. Oh no, what an inconvenience. Yeah, <laughs> minor inconvenience. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me, though. All right, so your number five is forgetting what was next on your list. Yes. Yes. Yes, hello. All right, here we go. Here's my top five minor inconveniences. Going out on a date and forgetting your wallet as a man. All right, look. Know that doesn't sound like a minor inconvenience. No, you're worth, Kings. The woman can pay for the goddamn date, okay? You'll be all right. Number four <laughs> is throwing away empty TP rolls. All right, this might not be a minor inconvenience for me. But there's a lot of places you go, and there'll be just fucking brown fucking rolls just everywhere. Like, y'all motherfuckers don't now throw these goddamn things away? Trust me. I feel you. I know you do. <laughs> I know why you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, when we lived on Sagebrush, I would stack them up like pyramids. <laughs> Dude, it got bad. There was like 15 of them at one point. Yeah. Alright, number three is being handsome. It is hard being this goddamn handsome. But it's only a minor inconvenience because I enjoy it as well. Number two is... I wish I could feel your struggle. Number two is spilling your beer in the car while you're in the lane to pick up your kids from school. Now, it's only a minor inconvenience because you're probably just sitting there, so you've got time to clean it up. It's also minor endangerment. Ah, you're right. Sorry. God damn it. I'm not really drinking and driving, people. (laughs) Just saying, I'm just saying, if I was, it would be inconvenient. Alright, and number one is a hairy vagina. And I'm not talking like long, like, heavy, like never shaved. Because, I mean, let's face it, I, I'll eat out, I'll take outside seating at, at a restaurant. I got no problem eating in the fucking vajungle under moonlight. Okay? What I'm saying is, is when it's like, you, you shaved like a week and a half ago, and... And I have a beard, so, like, your stubble and my beard create this Velcro effect. Or it's just t- tearing my face up like goddamn razor blades. Don't get me wrong, it's only a minor inconvenience, so I'll still eat this shit and smile. But it is a minor inconvenience. You're going to look like you got scratched by a cat. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Damn it, Gibbs. <laughs> Damn it, Gibbs. What happened to Gibbs? Nothing. It's just every time <laughs> a shitty pun comes up, that's what we say. Uh, I thought maybe... Nah, Gibbs is okay. At least I hope he is. I thought maybe Gibbs had a, an accident eating pussy or something. Who knows? Maybe. Poor guy. So, while we're on the live, I have some funny things that I know that you would greatly appreciate that I forgot to bring up the last episode, because I saw I saw one of these things before we we recorded last time. Um, so, while I was on vacation, I was, like, taking notes of different things and just, like, seeing a bunch of weird shit... And things that I know you guys would appreciate. Mostly you, because fucking 
every time I talked about the podcast, I would see something that would make me think Kylie would really enjoy this. <laughs> and the, what sparked it was the first day I went downtown, just walking around, I saw a license plate and instantly thought of you, Ty. And it's, it, it was I-8-A-N-U-S-4-E. Yes. And I was like, Jesus Christ, somebody really ate anus forever. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? That person's a champ. Yeah, no They're shit. They're the real MVP, putting that shit on a license plate. Yeah. I bet they get lots of dates. I bet they do. Like, oh, this guy eats ass. <laughs> Call him. Call no. him, he eats the butt. There's a no. Uh, so he coli and shit. Miles, I told you you need to grow up. You didn't like beer when you were younger. You like it now. No, I still don't like it. But you still do it. You still drink it, right? Not in the last, like, three or four... No, two years, maybe, I haven't drank. Dude, I saw you drink a beer on my birthday. That was, was almost that? a year ago. Yeah, it's like a year or two. It's fine. So, so you can eat butt once a year. No. Might help you out a little bit. I could stick my dick in a blender once a year, too. You don't see me doing that. I do not. I do not recommend that. Yeah, I don't recommend eating ass. Nah. One to of the- each... To <laughs> each his own, all right? Do you let do you let your boyfriend cross the fleshy fun bridge every once in a while? No. Oh man. Alright. Has anybody ever ate your ass? No. Okay. Would you let them if they asked? No. Okay. Yeah, but half the time you're not really asking. Like you're down there anyways, and sometimes you gotta like change position or, or change hands because you're not just using your mouth at this point. Like you gotta get full on interactive. Okay? You have to enjoy all the sights, all the sounds, all the feels. And so sometimes when you're switching hands, you just got to you know, just just go right. It, it only takes a second to cross that bridge. And a you just got to take that. Out. You got to fucking take that tongue and punch the fart box, huh? Right. You got to make sure it doesn't feel left out. Just not. That's the appropriate face to make, Karen. <laughs> it's, it's all bad. It's not all bad. It's pretty shitty. What else did you say? <laughs> What else did you see in California? So, as soon as Denny picks me up from the airport, we're driving home or whatever, and we're getting, like, he just moved to a new neighborhood and everything, and as we're getting off the highway, I make the comment, like, fuck, dude, this this neighborhood looks worse than Covington. (laughs) And he was like, well, this is the bad side. And I was like, oh, is it? And then we go through, uh, we get off the highway, and then we have to go back underneath, and he's like, this is the good side. I was like, oh, is that right? East side, west side, that's the way it is? He's like, yeah, kind of. I was like, all right, Denny. He's like, this is the good side of the neighborhood. So um, every other day I'd wake up early and I'd go down uh, and get some more Monster or whatever I needed. And fucking, um, as I was walking, it was actually the morning I went to go get Denny's. And um, I fucking, I was walking down the street and there was one of those little power wheels sitting out front. One of his neighbors and the fucking windows were all broken, and I just started laughing. I was like, "Denny said this was the fucking good neighborhood. Even the fucking power wheels are in danger of getting broken into." Come back the next day, it's on blocks. Yeah, that's exactly. It. I was like, "Do the only." I told Cake about this yesterday. I was like, "The only thing that would have made it better is if the power wheel right next to it was on fucking blocks. That shit would have made me lose my mind." That's fucking great. The fucking one morning, dude, it was so fucking funny. Like they don't know any of their fucking neighbors yet, right? And one of their neighbors, they were throwing a child's birthday party at like nine o'clock in the morning. 
on the good side or the bad side? This is the good side. This is okay. one of their neighbors. So this is the good na- This is the good side of the neighborhood. The, the good side of the and box. of course they were playing like fucking uh, Latino music. I love and, Latino music. Sure, it's so I have fun. nothing. I have nothing against it. But at nine a.m., not here for it. And I'm sitting on the fucking couch. Ashley comes out. Denny's already at work, and she like sits down. She goes, "I don't even have my coffee yet." Who the fuck is playing music that loud? And I was like, not to sound like a racist, but probably a Mexican. And she looks at me and she goes, what? She goes, you can't say that. I was like, it's literally Latino music. I was like, you can hear the maracas. Like, call me a fucking liar. So then I'm staying outside smoking and she comes out there to like, hey, Shorty, do you want anything for breakfast? And I was like, yes. And also look, and I point. And it says, like, the happy birthday banner was Spanish. And I was like, I was right. And she was like, you're not getting anything. It just fucking closed the door on my face. I was like, all right. Well, that's fair. I'm telling you now, if the music has maracas, I'm here for it any time of the day. Nah, dude. Like, I was up at 7, right? I was up already, and I was sitting there fucking playing on my phone, chilling, minding my own peace, watching the kids come out and hurt themselves, whatever, have a good time. Ashley wakes up, instantly starts bitching about the music being too loud and coughing. Well, I told you what the answer was. She didn't like it. <laughs> that well, happens. But it was a good time, man. It was a good vacation. It was. I'm glad to be home, but it was much needed. Did you go to the Comic-Con Museum? I did. And you didn't take pictures? No, I took tons of pictures. They were right. on Facebook. Well, I looked, because I, I told you I have to search for your goddamn page on Facebook. Now, they're... Um, they were still setting up majority of it. Like, the the downstairs where all, like, the comic book stuff was going to be isn't set up yet. The only thing they had was a giant replica of a Todd McFarlane uh, figure that has been made. So that was really cool to see. And then they had um, a real big, like, kind of, like, theater room set up for a video presentation of, like, the history of the San Diego Comic-Con and everything like that. So I, it was only, like, 20 minutes long. So I sat there and watched that. But the main floor... Um, the front half of it is a rotating exhibit. So every six months it's going to change. And this one was cardboard heroes and, uh, the Archie comics, because, uh, at some point in time, the 80th anniversary of Archie is some time in the six month period or whatever. So that was really cool to see. And like all the cardboard heroes were literal cardboard sculptures that, kids from the age of 9 and 13 had made and some of them were fucking sweet I don't remember if I took many pictures of them I'm really bad about like taking pictures when I go on vacation because I don't even think about it but I did for the um, they had the whole back of it because Gene Roddenberry the creator of Star Trek is from San Diego, California so it was really cool seeing this huge like display of all the different stuff and like original scripts uh, script writings and fucking uh, sketches from him and his uh, you know co-workers or whatever drawing and writing things for the Star Trek show and a bunch of history timeline stuff and then his story about how he was originally an airline pilot and then uh, he was a pilot in World War II and then a commercial pilot and then how he got into directing and everything like that and writing and stuff so like they had a lot of stuff for gene ronberry and that was really cool to see and then the upstairs was uh one of the rotating um 
things, and that was for the, while I was there was Charles Adams, the guy who created the Adams family. So it showed his earliest work all the way until he popular, popularized and made famous the actual Adams family. So it was really cool to see that like escalation of artwork and stuff. What was so, first, the Adams family or, or the Munsters? Um, I just felt like I would some say you would I would probably say the Adams family. I'm not a hundred percent on that because it didn't really lay out the timeline. Like it told me like when Charles Adams was born and when he died, but it didn't go into like detail about like when the artwork started appearing. So and it might have I just might have missed it or whatever, and then just kind of went through. Nice. But it was it was really cool seeing like the old like pencil sketches and then like the actual inked works that they you know, publicized in the newspapers and comic strips and stuff like that. And then it showed, like, the history of the TV show and how it became a thing, you know, and the movies, of course. So that was really neat to see. And then they had um, another small exhibit for, like, children um, reaching out during the pandemic and stuff like that, you know, feeling isolated and stuff like that. They had a contest and everything. So they had a room dedicated to this, and it was all a bunch of middle school and high schooler artwork. Some of it was actually really good, and not to be, you know, it was pretty expected of it, but it all was pretty manga-themed, just because it's really popular now, mangas are, and stuff like that. A few of them were comic book-esque, but you can see everything had a real heavy like anime and manga theme or inspiration to it. But it was really neat seeing like that and whatever, and it was uh, one of the highlights of it was, or one of the focuses of that little exhibit was diversity. So they had a lot of diversity in there and stuff like that, and um, they were talking about the feeling of being isolated during the pandemic and stuff like that. So that was a really cool thing that they had set up or whatever. All right. Well, we're going to reel you in for a minute. All right. We're going to take a break, come back for the next segment. Facebook, thanks for tuning in. YouTube, thank you for tuning in. Remember, check out DW Vape. On Mall Road, Florence, Kentucky. Uh, Grand opening is March 5th. You will see some of us there. Uh, We'll see you after the break. All right. Hit the button. Button. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. We are back. So, call back to the first segment. Um, never mind, I forgot what I was going to say, but it was something Miles said. God damn it. Minor inconvenience, I forgot. Fuck. That's all right. So, I'm listening to KISS this morning, right? On the way here. By the way, we're going to be on KISS 107 March 24th. Good segue for that. March 24th? March 24th. All right. Yeah, best be there. I'm going to do my best. It might just be you and Shorty. What? Yeah, they, don't worry. I'll, I'll do my best to be there. What do you? Hold on. Pause, <clears throat> pause the fucking control here, bud. Thank you. Why? Well, I'll, I'll have to be. I'll be back at work at that point. So I'm gonna do my best to make sure that I don't not do not have to work that day. But, I told him. Hold on a second, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Listen, I did the same thing. Like, I, <laughs> you said you couldn't do that the kiss thing without me, right? Right. 
Okay, what makes you think that I want to do this shit without you? Like, this is your show, homie. This is our show. Our. You calm the fuck down. Like, we ain't communists here, homie. Like, this is your fucking show (laughs) held in my house. Like, that's the arrangement here. We're in the Dimwits and Dummies studio, but this show is the fucking inner idiot. All right? And if there ain't no goddamn idiot, there ain't no inner. All right? So you ain't getting inner? No, I'm fucking lonely. <laughs> All right, well, I'll be there. I'll do my best. I should be there. But there is the small off chance I will not be there. Listen, motherfucker, if you're not there, that's a major inconvenience. That is not a minor inconvenience. That's a major inconvenience. Well, it's a good thing you're versatile. And you're good at overcoming challenges. I like how he thinks we're going to show up. <laughs> if I show up to Kiss 107 FM and the dude's like, where's Tyler? And I'll be like... I don't know. He's like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. No, motherfucker. You got to find out something to do for the next 15 minutes. We outies. It's actually five hours. What? Yeah. It's. I mean, you don't have to stay for the whole show. I mean, we're going to do a whole day of this? Yeah. No shit? No shit. When you and gonna, you're trying to skip out? I'm not trying to skip when out. When were you going to tell me? This. Huh? When were you going to tell me this? Yeah, he friend. has kids he's got to get like arranged for. Well, you don't have to stay for the whole thing. But Why would I not want to say it for the whole thing? I don't know. I thought it was common sense anyways. No, it was no. not. I was thinking you this made, was a 15... Yeah, 15, you made it seem in. like a small segment, not like a fucking field day. No, we're going to be friends of the day. I mean, I'm here as for it. As far as like, I know, we're there for the whole duration. Cool. Definitely, like, maybe on the little memos. Like, <laughs> fucking tell us. So what you're saying is I need to work on my... Uh, Interpersonal communication skills. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Noted. This is something you need to put in a memo. This is something you need to cover sheet for the TPS report. Um, you know, no, I'm done with this shit. I'm going to HR. Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been wrote up in a while, so there's that. That's coming. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the write up. All right. So, anyways, I'm listening to Kiss this morning, and they're talking about. Things that your parents told you when you were young that you believe that once you become an adult, you realize they're not entirely true, right? So I thought, oh, this would be fun to talk about. And they did mention the one thing that every kid is told, and that's you cannot drive with the lights on, the interior lights on in the car. You'll get pulled over. Mm -hmm. Why do they tell us that? You ain't getting pulled over for that. And you know what's I think like what's really weird about it is I don't even notice like that big of a hindrance even at night. Because like you know later on my dad finally fessed up. He's like it's not illegal. It just makes it harder to see out the windshield. I guess it just varies person to person. But that was always a big thing. Like we got to have the light off to drive. Yeah, that's weird. Uh-huh. So what what are some things you all were told as kids that? You just realized. Uh, piggyback off of yours, mom told me that um, you, a passenger, cannot have the center console thing to put their arm on. Only the driver <laughs> can have it. That it was like against the law? Yes. Nice. I like where your mom said Wild. <laughs> and you believe this? I was eight. <laughs> and you believed this? Yes. I would have said, like, well, how's a cop going to know my arm's on there, mom? I was scared of my mom. Your mom was letting you sit up front at eight? Yeah. You're tiny. Was she drinking as well? No. Golly. Okay. I mean, all right. My mom's <laughs> never really been a drinker. One, one or the other. You can't be drinking and driving and having your kids sit up front. 
How do you look at me like that? <laughs> I've seen your mother hammered many a times. Yeah, that was in her like, my kids are old enough that they can fend for themselves phase. <laughs> That's just when you she know had she us was six... drinking. What? I would argue that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, your mom lived right by right behind where I used to work. I would walk up there and hang out with her and Steph. I know damn well what happened there. She wasn't changing any diapers or anything, though. You were still babies. The apartments that we lived in behind CVS? Yeah. I was, like, six when we moved there. I you was weren't not... six. Were yes, I was. Diapers? No. Oh, yeah, she wasn't changing diapers. No, what? I was seven when we moved there. Donnie was six. Donnie was going into kindergarten. My mom used to smoke joints in front of me and just told me they were cigarettes. So, I mean, it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> so, when you smelled a normal cigarette, did you like, that's not what a cigarette smells like? I don't know. The smell was just always there. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I was nose blind. Did she, did she smoke actual cigarettes as well? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So she had special cigarettes and regular. Yeah, cigarettes. sometimes she would run out of her cigarettes and have to roll her own. Oh, <laughs> that's fucking funny. That's you, clever though. Yeah, you yeah. believed that whole fucking deal, didn't I you? I believed it until I was thirteen, and she smoked me out. I was like, "Oh, this is cool. Why do I feel like this, Mom?" She's like, "Yeah, it gets better." Oh <laughs> fuck. Uh, so, anybody else got anything? Um, so, I, I grew up in a religious household, and this one's funny <laughs> for a lot of people. I figured out it was false when I was about seven or eight, but I was told if I had premarital sex, my dick would fall off. That is not... Now, and that wasn't my parents who told me that. That was just the fucking church. They straight said that to you? That is irresponsible. Yeah. They were telling, like, because, like, in fucking, what is it, fifth grade? They do sex sex ed and shit? Fifth and sixth grade? So, like, children's church, they had, like, it was like first grade to sixth grade. Like everybody kind of got together and shit like that. So, but one of the fucking things in Sunday school was fucking like apparently somebody made a statement or whatever. So, one of the fucking sessions was they were going to talk about sex in church or whatever. And basically, that's what was said. I was like, what? I mean, they couldn't even like make it seem nice like procreation, not recreation. They yeah. went straight to dick falls off. Yep, pretty what, much. What happens to the girl? Uh, it would close forever. Oh God! That is that is some like sadistic shit. Yep. Like, what, thank you, church. Right? Thanks, Jesus. Like for that. Yeah. No. I was not worried about my dick falling off first time I ever had sex. That was the least farthest. That was the farthest thing. And now me. I learned to obviously otherwise when I was like seven or you know seven or eight or whatever because like my brother wasn't married and he was having a kid. All right, so and I on. was like, "Do you still have PP?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "No motherfuckers lied to me." <laughs> now this, this is where I'm thrown off because as as depraved as I am and as a sexual of a person as I am. I did not know what actual sex was until I was like 12 or 13. Well, see, we didn't even... Like, I had no clue it had anything to do with the dick. Well, see, we didn't like... They just, like, they were, like, obviously fucking, like... They didn't say penis or dick or anything like that. They said your private parts, you know, whatever. You know, trying to make it as fucking G-rated as they could. Well, to me, if you would have said that to me, I'd have been like, well, why is my private part going to fall off? Because I, honest to God, thought sex was just making out. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm serious as a heart attack. Huh. Wild. I did not know what actual sex was until I saw the porn that we had discussed. Did we discuss it last week or was that on the Instagram show? Either way. We didn't talk about porn last week. I did week. not know what actual sex was until I saw Sex Spa USA. It was a porn that my dad left in the VCR. I turned it on and I was like, what are they doing? That's disgusting. What is that? <laughs> and I was hooked ever since. <laughs> But yeah, Just, so know, until I saw slope, you know, eight year olds googling sexy boobs straight to porn addiction, right. right? Like, so I did not know. Like, if they would have said that to me, it's like, why is my dick gonna fall off? Yeah, it was it was weird. I don't remember asking any questions. I just vaguely remember that. And then they would have had to explain to me what sex actually is. Yeah. Well, the only reason we were talking about it is because one of the older kids, you know, fucking fifth and sixth grade, said something. So then, for some reason. Everybody had to learn. Like, you couldn't have segregated the fucking kids. Like, all right, you know, you're the fucking fifth and sixth graders, seventh and eighth even. Take them to another room and discussed it and left the fucking kids who were still in elementary school to fucking frolic and have fun. Nah, we got to hear about fucking fucking and dick falling. Right. Well, a quick PSA. If if by the off chance... And you shouldn't be listening. If there's any kids listening right now, your pecker will not fall off for premarital sex. But please have safe sex. Yeah. Okay? Carry a gun on you at all times. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wrap it up. Stay strapped when getting clapped. That's right. Who needs a gun when you have a blue eyes white dragon in your back pocket? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this whole house safe. Because <laughs> apparently we do have some children that listen to the show. There are some people under 18 and a decent portion of them. So, I don't suggest you keep listening, but if you do, just know. Next generation depravity. <laughs> yeah. Your PP ain't gonna fall off, but, but make sure you... That's great. We're gonna get a, a fucking letter from some school. <laughs> uh, why is little Jimmy saying, stay strapped, or get clapped, or clapping? Like, they're gonna fuck it up completely. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> Am I supposed to give a Ric Flair after getting clapped? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So Miles, you had mentioned something to me outside. You're gonna let that one out, that which, little nugget of what they told you you shouldn't do when you were a kid. Oh, uh, like you, you know, you had the car lights off, and like another big one was like you're not supposed to hit girls, which I still believe you shouldn't hit girls. But you know, it depends. Growing up, their circumstances. Don't look know, at me like that. If you are being attacked, defend yourself. Sure, that makes sense. You know, but you shouldn't. You know. It's not illegal. I mean, it's sort of illegal if you hit anybody at this point. I mean, there, there is a state where you are allowed to take your your spouse to the steps of the courthouse on a certain day of the week and beat them. As That's long as bullshit. No, it, I swear. It's like, um, I want to say it's Wyoming or something. It's one of those weird old laws that just is still there. What? Yeah. I don't know. Just the way it was presented, it was always made to be this terrible, detrimental, evil thing. That your pecker would fall off if you hit. No, a girl. Uh, no, okay. I, psst, your, your dick stays intact. You just you don't hit girls. You're not supposed to hit anybody. Right. But obviously, growing up, there are circumstances to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget. Like me and my sister, we were we were arguing about something. We weren't. Fuck, I don't think either one of us were over the age of ten. And Rosemary had punched me. Closed fist punched me. So, close fist, punched her back. Dude, my dad witnessed the whole fucking thing, and I was the only one who got punished. Why did she punch you? 
we were fighting about something stupid. Oh, okay. But I was the only one that got fucking punished. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is bullshit. She hit me first, too. I was like, this is dumb. Said, we don't hit girls. We don't hit women. Why? Like, Rosemary started this fucking fight. I'm here to finish it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still on the side. Like, I, I could never bring myself to do it. I mean, there's certain circumstances I could. Oh, yeah. Well, that was my bigger point. It's don't hit girls. Don't hit anybody. Hands to yourself. It's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't go into the, like, idiosyncrasies of... There are circumstances where it's okay to fight back, defend yourself. Sure. It, instigate a fight, I suppose, if it's warranted enough. <laughs> instigate it. Well, I've had bitch. my situations. <laughs> really? There's, there's been times where there's, like, no questions asked. You do what you need to do. Okay. I when, I, when I was a teenager, dude, I fought all the fucking time. Just no holds barred, dude. I didn't give a fuck. Somebody look at me funny and be like, what, you want to fucking go? Like, yeah, do something about it. Dude, it was on. I didn't give a fuck. I used to be a violent little man. Oh, I mean, to women too? No, fuck oh, no. See, that's why I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. 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 I was a violent child too, man. I was now, fighting everybody. The, like, I have, like, there's only one time that I can specifically, re- like, recall that, like, my friend, um, oh, God, I want to say Caitlin was her name, but I can't really remember. She only lived in the neighborhood for a very short period of time. But she come over to the house and was screaming at me for something. And then she started hitting me. And I said, dude, if you do not stop, I'm going to fucking throw you. And she didn't fucking stop. But I fucking shoved her. She got right back up in my fucking face. And I grabbed her by her fucking throat and slammed her against the wall. I said, don't fucking hit me. She started fucking crying, ran off. Instantly, dude, I felt like a piece of shit. Instantly. I said, God damn it. I'll fucking go over the house. Fucking her sister answers the door. Oh, she doesn't want to fucking see you. I was like, I know she doesn't, but like, I need to apologize. Like, I felt super shitty. That's the only time I've ever laid my hand, like, laid my hands on a woman ever. But she was hitting you. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. She was over there fucking hitting me, and I fucking I pushed her to get away from me. She goes, "Don't fucking shove me." And she got up in my face and said, again started hitting me. Said, nah. Fucking grabbed her right by her fucking throat and slammed her right against the wall out front here. Pop. Nah. I would leave a girl if they hit me. We weren't even dating. I know. I'm just saying that was like I could deal with a girl cheating on me. I couldn't deal with a girl hitting me because I'm not gonna hit her. That back. is completely ass backwards. No, yeah. no. You, you cheat on me, it's done. Well, yeah. no. The way I view it is, if you cheat on me and and it was never discussed, then okay. Now we discuss it. Like, are we allowed to? Are we not allowed to? Obviously, you did it. So time. hold on. Now hold on. If they cheat, about- if they cheat on me and laugh at his goddamn jokes, then I'm leaving her. Alright, but if, if he didn't tell her a joke, she didn't laugh, she just slept with him, okay, we, we can work past this. No. So, when you go into a relationship, you do not, like, just assume, off the fucking rip, that there is an unspoken agreement that you guys are mutual with each other. No, no, it has to be discussed. Are you fucking kidding me? No, no I'm what, not. Once you take that step and you're saying, hey, we are in a relationship... That is that is the mutual binding right there of it's me and you, not me, you and him. So in that, okay. So have you ever slept with another woman while in a relationship? Yes. And was it ever to, like? Did you bring it up? Did you discuss it? Okay. So in the relationship I'm in now, no. Okay. okay but it was discussed early on, and it was brought up by me. I was like, hey, I don't want you with anybody else. I don't want to be with anybody else. Right. You know, are we on the same page here? She's awesome. She, yeah, we're on the same page. But here's the thing. A lot of people don't want to have that conversation, okay? 
So if I would try to bring it up and be like, eh, like, all right, well, the conversation's never had. I'm going to do what the fuck I want. We ain't married. We ain't engaged. I wouldn't lie about but, it. If they'd be like, hey, are you sleeping with somebody else? I'd be like, uh, yeah. That's, we didn't that's, say. That's pushing like or, dude, scumbag territory. Why? If, if it's not discussed. Because there's certain things that aren't discussed. It's one of those things. When you're with said other person, I and you guys are coming together to make a relationship, that is you right there saying it's me and you. Mm. Mm. At, I, I at that, at that point, it hasn't dis- discussed. Now, if you want to discuss it once you're in the relationship. Why? At that point, it becomes a lot like it has to be discussed before. If you think you are the type of person that is going to wander or that is going to cheat, by all means, it is the most responsible thing to have the conversation with somebody before you have the relationship. And to me, that's not scumbag. That's saying, hey, okay, I have a problem. Is it going to be a problem for you? Counter-argument. Going into the relationship, knowing you are like this, would you not... I'm automa- not like that. I'm just saying. Used to be. Whatever. But would you like... Know it like you agree that this is a social contract that we like the world has genuinely accepted in a relationship, it is monogamous. Can you agree that is a social standard? No, not your standard. No, a social I, can, standard. I cannot agree with that because really, how many, how many relationships have you seen where one or the other cheats? It may not be half, but it's a decent percentage. And, and I how, many of, those, how many of those relationships are those one of the other or the one who was cheated on? is vastly upset because of a betrayal of trust. Right. But if the conversation was had and both people can be honest about it. But that's what he's saying. The general accepted norm is once you are saying we are boyfriend and girlfriend, 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 whatever be it, whatever it is, that is the agreement that, hey, we're not going to wander. I, I can't get down with that. Kara, you're in a relationship right now. Have you and your boyfriend discussed him, him or you both sleeping with other people? No. Okay. If he went out and slept with another girl, would you not be devastated because he cheated on you? I would be devastated. Exactly right. Because she has a social, she's been socially conditioned because of the world we've grown up in, that is a social standard. And how many times on this show have we not discussed that social conditioning is not a good thing? I agree with you. And I'm, dude, I'm here for it. If you know you are the type of person you like, I like to get laid. I like to sleep with as many women as I can. Or want to. And if at some point in time, I want to be like mutual, like this is it. You are the only one for me. I'm here for that. But that is something you have to bring up. Like you can't expect the other person just to assume that. You know what I'm saying? So like if you go into a relationship with a girl and she doesn't bring it up or whatever, you don't bring it up. I, I would bring it up. That's me. Like, I'm the responsible but, one about it. But that's just it. That's you. That's not the world at large. Right. Well, so the like people when need she to did, be more responsible with their relationship. You're absolutely right. And even then, like, even if you have that conversation, you both agree, like, hey, guess what? Like, if Karen and her boyfriend, like, if either one of them brought that up, and they were like, no, we're going to remain mutual to each other. No one else enters this relationship. And that's a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Not I agree. That. But then somebody, like, they had the conversation, but then somebody breaks that trust. That's you know, the issue, yeah. But, even, like, if she doesn't agree with it and he does, like, you know, like, hey, you know, like, I want to sleep with other people. She doesn't want to do that. Huge issue. Or vice versa. You know, who cares? But, like, that's the issue here. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, let me, let me put it this way. 
Kara, you're you're the only other person in a relationship in this room. Okay? So, if you all would have had this discussion at the beginning, and he would have said, yeah, maybe sometimes we can wander, right? And you would have agreed to it. If you would have. I'm just... It's... Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yes. And he would have wandered. You would have been a little less devastated, right? You all are starting to build this life together. You, you live together. Okay? You could have figured it out. But let's say no discussion was had. No discussion was had, right? Now you all live together. And now he goes out and cheats. Or now that you live together, he comes to you and says, Hey, I think I want to do this. Like, then it becomes more of an issue because you're starting to build a life together on what you assumed was well see I, I see like I know that like that aspect of it because I've had I've had friends you know what they are, say about assuming well no, yes but I have friends who like one of them cheats the other one's upset now these are married like a few of these are married couples and so like one of them cheats the other one's devastated or whatever and they decide that they're gonna fix it by the like becoming an open relationship which is not a good idea like no, because if it's not that going into it, then changing it exactly that right. Yeah. And I've warned several of my friends about this. I'm like, hey, just fucking like, you either fix the issue right then and there. No, don't sleep with anybody else. Just you two. Fix your all's issues. You know, settle it then, or get a fucking divorce. I don't care what happens. I don't care about the outcome. Just don't fucking drag yourself down it. Because they tried the open relationship, and the problem was they have two kids together. She's stuck at home watching the two kids. He goes out and gets pussy all the time. Well, see, and, and, and that's, that's here's the problem in that is even in a non-monogamous relationship, you have to set ba- boundaries and guidelines. Wow, this derailed from what it was, but that's all right. This is a good this is a good topic, I think. So you have to set boundaries and and rules like, hey, we're in this re- open relationship. But it, you still have to treat it like a monogamous relationship. There's still things that you can and can't do. Oh, absolutely. Like, all right, you want to do something? Like, you want to do it? Then you need to find a sitter for the kids, and it's not going to be me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to watch our children while you go out and do this because I'm going to go out and have fun. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to go out with somebody else, but, hey, I might go out with my friends, and you're the one wanting to set this up. Then you need to take care of these things to make sure that we can both go out. Does that make sense? Well, let's see. Now that's a that's a different issue into itself, because now it's oh we have kids. Now we're balancing our open relationship around that. I'm just saying, like as pertaining to what we are discussing in general, is that when you are claiming somebody in a relationship, unless you vividly <laughs> have that discussion, like you are saying, which nobody does because that's not the normal thing. I've had I've had women bring it up to me before. But again, that's it's not a social norm. Your it should be a social norm. It should be. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, everyone should be open with each other, their significant other, whatever, and talk about this shit. That's well and good. But in general, going into it, it is not something that is discussed immediately. I I feel like it should be discussed once you feel like you're getting serious with a person. Is when I feel like the discussion should happen. Now, I will say that if you feel like you're getting serious with somebody, they're 99% 99% chance you're not going to want to be with anybody else. And that's how it should be. But well, that's, humans... That's what we're getting I, at. I know, but this discussion should still be had is what I'm saying. 
but I think the discussion is void when you're saying it's me and you in this relationship together. I don't know. I've been in some relationships with people I really liked, and and I may still wanted to, or I would have been okay with them doing it as long as they had discussed it with me. And here, I mean, sex is sex. Like, it is an important part of relationship, but human beings, in large, are not meant to be monogamous. We're not. So, sure. if somebody's going to wander off, like, I need them to be safe about it, so they don't bring anything home, and I don't particularly want to know about it. Like, I, I want to know that, hey, the option is there, but I don't want to know the details. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, you don't want, you don't want your significant other, and like... Because I've never been in an open relationship. I am very hardcore about, like, you are the only woman I'm sleeping with. If me and you are a boyfriend and girlfriend, ain't nobody entering this. And that is something you should talk about with the girls that you date. Well, no. it's it's, it's not something that's normally talked about. It's something that's just a given. Mm-hmm. You are it's entering this mutual... It is, though. It's not because how large. many people cheat. So it's not a given anymore. Well, see, that to me is a huge betrayal of trust, though, because it's... It like, is. If you... Because of the social normality... Of, Social normality is cheating these days. It really is. It's sure, and that's a problem. That is a huge problem. But it doesn't change it because, like, fucking, I've had friends of mine who are in open relationships and very happy in those open relationships, and all it takes is one time for somebody to na- moan the wrong name, and pfft, the I, whole thing crumbles. I, pro- I agree with that. I mean, I've and dude, I've it, but... Dude, I've had friends call me crying, like, some of my dude friends call me crying like, dude, like my life's falling apart because she moaned another dude's name. I've heard the vice versa from the women. Like, dude, like I couldn't imagine that. Like if I was sleeping with my girlfriend and she fucking said that, dude, my heart would fucking shatter. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you thinking of another dude? You're supposed to love me. We're supposed to be doing this. Now, if, if I'm on a fling or something like that and some chick fucking calls me, whatever, I don't care. Like, you're here for the next 20 minutes or five, you know? We'll figure it the fuck out. That's it. It's, it's it's like one to two minutes, and like the other 18 is just me crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, depends on, it depends on the name you moan, whatever. But like. I think he's going to cry either way, is what he's saying. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Hands down. We'll there see. Okay. Tears. So if they, if, they, if they don't moan a name, it's crying from joy. If, they're not mo- if they moan someone else's name, it's crying from sadness. Yeah. Fair enough. I think I think the the point what I'm just trying to get to is it needs to be the social norm to be discussed. It doesn't need to be the social norm to be in an open relationship, just discussed. But I feel like it is a bad idea. I think it is wrong to assume that it is a social norm to not discuss it at all. Cuz like even if you even if your partner doesn't want to discuss it, showing that it is <sighs> if they don't want to bring it up and discuss it, that should kind of be your cue that they want to be monogamous. Why? Maybe they don't want to talk about it because they want to be the one to cheat, right? I mean, and... I've I, never met a person in my life that gets into a relationship and is like, can't wait to cheat on this slut. All right, look. I myself have been cheated on. Sure. And mm-hmm. I tried to have this conversation and it went the way of where we are um, exclusive. I have friends who are in exclusive relationships now, there's this one guy in particular, I'm not going to drop his name, but he cheats on his old lady all the time, okay? Now, he is the worst about accusing his old lady of cheating. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I know them both. She is faithful as can be. But he cheats all the time. But he's always worried about his old lady cheating on him. So, to me, if you don't want to talk about something, what, why? What, where's the, why don't you want to talk about it? Because well, see, this is, this is the truth that I have come to realize. When I got cheated on in my, one of my relationships, she started accusing me of cheating consistently. And then when I caught her in the act, I was like, this is ironic. So it has become, and I've watched my friends cheat on their significant others. And I don't even call them friends anymore because I choose not to hang out with them. I'm like, if I know you're doing the sleazebag shit, I'm not here for it. Right, don't ask me to partake in your lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. Honest like, to God, that's how, how it is. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for it. On both sides of the coin, whether it's a fucking dude or a chick, I'm not, no. Don't tell me about your sleazebag life because I don't want to know about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, nah, dude. I'm not, I can't, I can't deal with it. It bothers the fuck out of me. And I see people fucking like instantly like, oh man, I think she's cheating on me. Bro, you were just with Cindy Lou Who down the fucking road, bud. Like, you can't be sitting here accusing her when you're the one fucking getting strange. Right. That's fucked. Because when my ex fucking straight up, she was like, she, I, saw, I called her going through my phone. I'm like, what are you doing? So oh, nothing. And like, I don't even have a lock on my phone because I can give a fuck less. I ain't got nothing to hide. I'm sitting there looking at her. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, you're going through my messages? Like, I don't fucking text anybody unless it's for work or you. Oh, I was just curious. All right, whatever. So so my point is, is if you're, if you're an adult about the situation and you care about the situation, then you're going to want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Because most of the time, if somebody doesn't want to talk about something, anything, it's usually because they're doing something wrong. It might be a sensitive subject. I mean, like... Sensitive or not, it's about your future. So, so like, just in my own case, if I were to find or date anybody again, that's not the first thing I'm going to bring up. Well, it doesn't have to be the first thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a sore topic for me. So, if I am entering into a relationship with this person, we are together. It is our relationship. It is me and you. And that's something that you need to talk about with that person, in my That's opinion. what I'm saying. For most other people in the world, that is just accepted. It is me and you now. That is it. Until it's not. Until it's not, and then it's the end of the relationship. Yeah, right. exactly. But, but you've now, depending on how long this relationship has last, invested time, invested emotions, instead of mm-hmm. talking about it in the first place. And maybe that person would straight up be like, hey, sometimes I need to do this. Carol, I'm and sorry, then, honey. And then you could have been like, all right, that's not a fit for me. We had fun while it lasted. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it doesn't change the heartbreak. Yeah. I just, yeah. It, it doesn't does... change the heart. You don't, you don't think time has to do with the heartbreak? No, no, no. no I'm if saying I'm with is, somebody, if, if you say like, oh, that's not, it. Like, if, if my girlfriend now, when we had this conversation, would have said, hey, I want it to be open. I would have been like, no, I'm out. I don't want that from you. Like, maybe I'd want it from somebody else. I don't want that from her. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want anybody else's hands in my goddamn cookie jar. Right. Okay? If she would have said that, I'd have been like, no, I don't want that. Thanks for your time. It wouldn't have gone like that. Because I really, I really had strong feelings for her early on. Sure. But it would have been a lot easier to deal with it then of her saying, no, I want to do this, than it would be now if she cheated on me. Well, yeah, absolutely. So the heartbreak's not the same. Because I didn't know how amazing of a person she was then. I had my assumptions and my thoughts like, hey, we could really have something special. She could really be great, you know, from what I've seen. 
compared to now, I think she is this amazing person and she cheats and it's like, God damn. Like, sure. So I think there is a difference. I don't know. I feel like even in an open relationship, I mean, just the more you spend time with somebody, the more you love them and more you grow with them, typically. You know, because, I mean, every relationship I had, like, I mean, fucking every day I was with, you know, pick an ex-girlfriend. I don't give a shit which one. But every day I was with them, like, I fell in love with them more and more and more and more and more. And people do grow and change. So that's a relation. That's a thing that if something changes within you, you should bring up. Mm-hmm. I think. I just... I can't, I cannot get down with the idea that it is, I can't wrap my head around the idea that you don't believe the social normality that it's not discussed or not assumed. It is assumed and that's the problem. Like that's what I'm getting at is, is it is assumed. And obviously by being outnumbered three to one here. That should, that should eliminate the problem. If both people are going into it, assuming we are staying faithful to each other then that should be it. Nobody should wonder. The issue then becomes somebody wants to, or they think they have found something better, or they think they want something else. I will tell you from experience, if I'm in an open relationship, I'm not out looking for something better. Something catches my eye, I talk to my partner about it, and hey. So hold on a second. You said a few minutes ago that you didn't want to discuss it. I don't want to know the details. But I want to know that I'm safe if my per- my person is out there doing some getting some strange. I don't want to know the details. So, because I've never been in an open relationship, I don't I don't know about this. And Miles, if this is getting too upsetting, you tell us when to stop. No, um, no, you're good. Um, talk to shit for days. But if and Carrie, oh, we you ain't too, got honey. much longer because this is running really long. No, fine, it's good. Deep talking. I'm, I'm you know, this, this is too much of a deep dive for me. No, 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 man. Like this, this episode's an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, fuck, I forget what I was saying. God damn it. No, but that that's just my whole thing. I think it should be the social norm to have a healthy discussion about it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with discussing it, and that's what I'm saying, and, and talking about it. I'm and that's saying, where you called me the scumbag. You said it's a scumbag move to talk about. No, it. to automatically assume if you're not, if you don't have the discussion, if you don't have that discussion, and you think you're allowed to wander, that starts to tread in the scumbag territory for me. The discussion needs to be had. I've yeah. never done it without. Then have the discussion. That's fine. You know, have that discussion. If but you if you do it. not have the discussion and then wander, that's that's, that's, that's scum- a no no. That's what he's yeah, saying. That's, that's scumbag that's, move. That's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I said earlier. Wholeheartedly. Then we're just. We were just... We were on the wrong page, same book. Wrong page, same book, yeah. But yeah, it's a scumbag move if, if it's not discussed. <laughs> Different book, same page. Take that. <laughs> but if, it, if I were to get cheated on, I'm going to be like, well, did we ever have this discussion? And well, I'm no, be like, that, all right, see, look. That, that it, wouldn't it, be my first thought. My first thought is, well, we were in a relationship and you cheated. It depends on... It's not going to be, well, oh man, you went out and fucked six dudes. We never really talked about what would happen. Well, you also have... The, Social cues within a relationship, okay? I, my girlfriend now will not say if she finds a man attractive. If you ask her, she's like, no, that's gross. I love that about her. You know what I mean? I know she's never going to stray on me. But you'll have some of these relationships where people just openly, all the time, and this used to drive me nuts, post about how attractive this guy is or this guy is, and they'll be married or whatever. It's like, and you're putting that out into the public, but have you guys had the discussion? You know what I mean? And then 
Does this, what I'm saying, make sense? Yeah, like, I mean... To a small degree. To a small, it's still a degree. Well, I mean, like, even when I was in, you know, my longest relationship was with Sam, you know, we dated for about five years. Like, we... I wouldn't sit there like... I would say, girls, oh, she looks pretty today. And that would be the extent of it. I would never elaborate. There is a difference between, oh, she looks pretty today and going above. Like, ooh, she's hot. You know what I mean? Oh, I would never say that. I would never. Yeah, exactly. And, like, even even with any like any woman in my life, it, it, did, it wouldn't matter. I wouldn't sit there and, like, right. if I'm with a girl or whatever, if I'm out with Kara, I'm not going to sit there and look at another girl and go, golly, she's hot. Like, I'm not going to do that just because, like, mainly because, like, I'm just, with, like, I don't know what it's ingrained in my head. But, Good like, manners. I, maybe. But, like, I'm not going to sit there and do that. Now, if Kara points out a girl to me and she's like, oh, wow, look at her. I'll look at her. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> like, that's only in that situation that Kara is doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, most of the time I point at people like, look at the fucking shape of that weird body. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He does that a lot. All the time, dude. I'll never forget. We went out to eat one time. And I was like, I was with a buddy of mine and his girlfriend, and this girl had the weirdest shaped ass. Just one of the weirdest shaped butts I've ever seen. And I'm sitting there like staring. Can you compare it to something? Have you ever seen like somebody try to haul one of those fucking like hitched (laughs) U-Haul things on a punch buggy? (laughs) <laughs> like the 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 container itself is bigger than the punch buggy yeah that's what i'm talking about like that's the best thing i can like and it wasn't even like round or heart-shaped it was just like, like a big box in there. it looked like a cuboid on the back of this woman and i'm sitting there just like locked eyes on it i'm like what the fuck created this <laughs> and i'm sitting there and finally like dude asked me he's like man what are you looking at i was like Look at that girl's butt. And instantly he was like right at me. Like we locked eyes. He did not look away. And his girlfriend looks at me and she goes, I can't believe you just told him to look at a girl's butt. I was like, it is anonymous. It, it's weird. Look at it. You look at it. Yeah. I was like, you take a gander. And she was like, no, I don't want to. I was like, are you kidding me? Like this thing is fucked up looking. I was like, it's not an attractive ass. I'm just amazed by the shape. Like. You see somebody, like, walking around with a funny t-shirt, you're like, Haha, look at his shirt. You see somebody walking around with a fucked up arm, you're like, wow, what the fuck's wrong with his arm? Whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not pointing at it and be like, man, look at that hot-ass chick over there. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm saying, look at this fucking freak of a human in her box-shaped butt. <laughs> Alright, with that, I, th- I think that's all we got today. Don't look at box-shaped butts, people. Because this could go on forever. So do. <laughs> or do. Stare at him. Just don't open right. it. Alright, so. <laughs> don't do that. In the meantime. In the betweens time. Remember, in the words of JFK, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Jesus Christ. Cue the music. We out.